Awesome. Well, welcome to church. I'm so glad that you're here today. Today's the day that the Lord has made. It is December 18, 2022. And I tell you what, God is not finished. You might be thinking, well, it's just a few more days until we roll into 2023. But I want to tell you there are still miracles coming your way these next few days. And so I just want to say welcome on behalf of our family. If I don't get to see you on Christmas Eve, Merry Christmas. We love you. I pray you have a blessed time. And then on January 1st, we're going to have a... um, a one-hour worship service here, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's also my birthday, so don't worry about bringing me a present. Oh, you can bring me a present. <laughs> I like Nordstrom gift cards. Just kidding. <laughs> Let's pray, because <laughs> we need Jesus. Father, we have come expectant to hear from you, to receive from you. God, you know where every single person is at today. God, you know their dreams. God, you know their desires. God, you know their fears. God, you know that they might even be questioning whether you're a good God, whether you have that promise for them. I pray, Lord, that on this day today, on this Sunday, God, that you would just seal your word in their heart. Your word will not return void today, but it shall accomplish everything that it's set out to do. Bless your people, I pray. Visit your people today. And everybody said... Amen. Awesome. Well, if you're taking notes, well, welcome. First of all, welcome to everyone watching online. We miss you. We would love to see you in person here in one of our services. We've just had a great Sunday. If you have any questions, you can email hello at ExchangeCC. But for us here today, taking notes, I want you to write down the word hope. Everyone say hope. Do you say it differently to Australians? Hope. Hope. No? It's the same. Yes, finally. So you won't be able to blame my accent for anything. I'm glad, Tim and Annie, that you guys are ready for Christmas. The Cotter household is not. And so it's going to be a dash this week to, um, you know, get everything done. Awesome. Hope. Hope. Say hope. Christmas message. What is it all about? Hope. I have such hope in my heart going into 2023, and I want to be able to impart that sense of hope into you today. Max Licardo, he said, when Christ was born, so was our hope. When Christ was born, so was our hope. And you should see that quote on the screen. When Christ was born, so was our hope. That is why we have such hope at Christmas time. It's because Christ was born. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13. Everyone say 1 Corinthians. See, there you go. 1 Corinthians, I know you all say first, don't worry. Just 1 Corinthians 13, 13. It says this, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. When it's all said and done, what are the three things that are going to remain? Faith, hope, and love. But how often is it that we miss what is in the middle? Do I have any middle children here today? You are the middle child. Okay, God bless you. I'm sorry. Is the middle child syndrome true? Do you feel overlooked? Yes, underappreciated. Kyle, yes, amen, there we go. 
There is something, that's why we just had two, the first and the last, right? The beginning and the end, no one in the middle. If you're watching the 10,000 meter race, right? And they all start out and they all kind of clump together and the pace is kind of going. Then all of a sudden, as they're kind of getting towards the end, there's those couple people that just pick up the pace. And who do we notice? Those ones who finish first, maybe second, third, if it's like a tight um, finish. But then in comes the bunch in the middle, the average. Do we ever notice them? No. We notice who comes first, second, the front bunch. We might notice who's coming last, especially if there's an Australian running. <laughs> and everyone else is finished, showered, had a cup of tea, and then along comes the Australian across the finish line. We often miss what is in the middle. As a parent, when you see that report card, you notice the A's, you notice the C's, and you glance over the B, right? It's true. We miss what is in the middle. Faith, hope, and love. Now, faith and love, they're hallmarks of our faith. There we go. They're hallmarks of our Christianity. They are hallmarks of our walk with Jesus. And they are so important. Because without faith, it is impossible. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we are like remembering faith and we're declaring faith. We are saved by grace through faith. It's an important part of the equation. And I mean love. It even says, hey... The greatest one of these is love. So what do we do? We often talk about faith. We often talk about love. And we miss the word hope in the middle. But I have to tell you, hope is significant. It is the glue between faith and love. We often overlook hope because you would hear people say things like, now don't get your hopes up. That's the very thing we should be doing as believers, as followers of Christ, is getting our hope up. Amen? Hope is often the missing ingredient. We have been, if you're here for your first time or kind of new to exchange, we've taken the last season to talk about the Holy Spirit. And then we shifted and we talked about spiritual gifts. And I feel like the word that the Lord has for me, for many of you today, is that you've been desiring the infilling. You have read Scripture. And faith has been stirred in your heart because Scripture says faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. And you've heard the Word of God and you've seen Scriptures that perhaps you've read so many times and all of a sudden they jumped out. And there's faith in your heart to begin to believe that a good God has spiritual gifts for every single one of His children. So you entered into a phase of desiring Desiring a spiritual gift of discernment, desiring to pray in tongues, desiring a gift of evangelism, desiring a gift of knowledge, whatever it is. You've entered into a season of desiring. You have faith for it because you saw it in Scripture. You know that you love God. That's not in question. You know that you want to be able to operate in the gift because you love people. The missing ingredient is the hope. The gap between desiring and receiving, you and I have to live in hope. Amen? Now, biblical hope sure is different from the way we would use hope in our everyday language. Because biblical hope is not wishing. It's not wishful thinking. I wished that Australia would make it to the quarterfinals. <laughs> that was a way too hearty laugh. 
I didn't see Zimbabwe even make it to the, so. <laughs> it was wishful thinking, right? Yes, no amens, okay. You know, I hope it will, but I'm not entirely sure it will. That's how we use hope, but that's not the hope that I'm talking about today because I'm talking about biblical hope. Now, one of the greatest resources is called Strong's Concordance. And I always use this when I want to know what the actual Hebrew word is or I want to know what the Greek word is. Most of the Old Testament is in Hebrew. Most of the New Testament is in Greek. Awesome. And language changes over the decades, right? You can think of a few English words that no longer mean what they did 20 years ago. And so we continually have to go back and go, what was the original intent and meaning of the word? And so when we go back to the original Hebrew of hope, we realize that it means to wait for something with expectation and anticipation that it will happen. And the word hope in the Old Testament is often accompanied by a sense of joy and is always related to God. In the New Testament, in the Greek, it means a reasonable expectation, looking towards the future with assurance. Isn't that beautiful? It's always accompanied by joy and is always related to Jesus. When I'm talking about biblical hope, it is connected back to the heart of our Father. It's connected back to Jesus. So if I'm hoping that there will be a Lamborghini parked outside those doors with my name on it, is that related to Jesus? No. I have a great car and it works perfectly. When we talk about hope as a believer, it's not a wish because that would imply doubt. A wish is based on the potential of man. But hope, the hope that I'm talking about today and the hope that I'm believing that you will finish this year and enter 2023 with is grounded in what God can do. Hope is confidently expecting that something will happen and waiting patiently for it with joy. Let me say that again. What is hope? It is confidently expecting that something will happen and then I wait for it patiently with joy. Amen? Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. What is faith? It is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith and hope, they go together. Without faith, there is no hope. And here's the thing, without hope, there is no true faith. It's the middle, often overlooked ingredient. But I got to tell you, hope is significant in our walk with God, just as is faith and love. It is a substance of things hoped for. I wonder what you are hoping for. I wonder what you hoped for maybe at the start of this year. And somewhere you've allowed the enemy to come and steal, kill and destroy your hope. I want to renew your sense of hope today that goes, I'm going to begin to hope again. I'm going to begin to hope for those things that I know that God has promised me just as Tuscany spoke over us this morning. Romans 8 verse 24 to 25. It says, for we were saved in this. We were saved in this hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope 
for what he sees. But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. We are saved in this hope, in this hope that there is more than what I can currently see. My experience does not dictate or determine, does not equal the sum of my life. There is so much more, and I pray that you begin to eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Church, the foundation of biblical hope is truth. I don't hope as in a wishful thinking based on what um, I selfishly want. No, when I hope, when I have a biblical hope, it is based in the foundation of truth. So let's look at some scriptures on hope. Now, there's around 170 of them. So I should get through them by about 7 o'clock tonight. Don't worry, I'm not going to read them all today. But i got to tell you, If hope has been the missing ingredient in your life, I want you to encourage you to open up your Bible and go, God, I want to read and meditate on every scripture that talks about hope because I need to stir up the hope that you have for me. And I'm going to start, I'm only going to read six of them, so don't worry. But I'm going to start with a verse that was preached here on hope by Chris Kane last week. And I'm going to finish with a verse on hope that was preached by Toscani five years ago, 27th of November, in the theatre about hope. And because I take notes, I can come back and look at it and I can remember the word that was spoken over our church five years ago. That's why I encourage you to take notes. So you remember what God said. You remember what he spoke. All right, ready for the first one, Zechariah 9.12. Wasn't this just a powerful verse read yesterday? Zechariah 9 verse 12. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today, I declare that I will restore double to you. What does the word of the Lord say to us today? Be prisoners of hope. You can be a prisoner of many things. You can be a prisoner to your paycheck. That paycheck can define you. That paycheck can motivate you. That paycheck can determine what you do on a Sunday. You could be a prisoner to your family. So much so that the wills and the desires of your family determine what you do on the Sabbath. There are many things you can be a prisoner to. Choose to be a prisoner of hope. You can be a prisoner to your political party. A party that you've been faithful to for many years. And you can be bound to a political party. But I tell you what, exchange, we are going to be prisoners of of nothing else. A prisoner of hope. Which means if 2023 decides to slap me in the face, just like 2020 did, and 2021, and 2022, it's okay, because I'm choosing to be a prisoner of hope. And what happens when I choose to be a prisoner of hope? The word of the Lord is, He will double. He will double. Can you receive that in your spirit today? He will double your impact. He will double your influence. He will double those dreams and those desires and those things that you have been hoping for. Amen. Hebrews 6.19. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul. Of all the things that need to be anchored, our soul needs to be anchored in hope, both sure and steadfast. 
which enters the presence behind the veil. What is the presence behind the veil? It's the inner sanctuary. It's where Jesus has already been. Why can my soul be anchored in hope? Because I know where Jesus has gone. And I know that one day I'm going to go where he has gone because he's gone to prepare a place for his bride, gone to prepare a place for his church. Would you let your soul be anchored into the promise of Jesus? The promise of Jesus is eternal life. And if you don't know Jesus today, I'm going to give you an opportunity in a moment to pray for you. But let's keep going because I have a few more scriptures on hope. Romans 5.5. I love this one. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has done what? It has been poured out in our hearts by who? The Holy Spirit, who was given to us. Hope does not disappoint. Earthly hope, worldly hope, wishful thinking, well, that can let you down. That can disappoint. But I tell you what, biblical hope that is founded in the love of Jesus that has been poured out into your heart by the Holy Spirit does not disappoint, which means if he promised it, it will happen. His promises are yes and amen. Now, none of us are having children at 90. But you know what? Maybe you've been waiting for that promise for a few years now. And you feel like time is sticking by. And you're like, God, you are running out of time. And he's like, no, honey, I'm not. No, sir, I'm not. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I know. I know the beginning and the end. My hope does not disappoint. Amen. Psalm 71 verse 14. But I will hope continually. I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. I love this one. I don't just have hope for tomorrow, but I have hope for 10 years from now. We hope continually. We don't just say, okay, God, I'm going to get my hopes up. And I'm going to let them down. Because hope does not disappoint, I can hope continually. And I love the second part of the verse, and I will praise you yet more and more. You know what? If 2023 does decide to slap us in the face, what are we going to do as a church? We're going to praise him more and more because we are going to remain in hope. Mark, a few weeks ago, shared on how Max Licardo, at the age of 16, was believing for the gift of praying in tongues, didn't receive it but received it at the age of 64. That's a big gap between 16 and 24. There is something when you choose to say, I will hope continually. God, I want this spiritual gift. I desire it. I see the evidence of it in Scripture. Therefore, I will hope for it. Next one, Lamentations 3.24. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in Him. Who is your portion today? Who is your portion? If your portion is in a political party, then your hope is wishful thinking. If your portion is in your paycheck, then your hope is wishful thinking. If your portion is in the economic, potential recession looming, whatever it is that they're doing on Wall Street and wherever those people are, they do what they do. If your portion is not in the Lord, then I understand why your hope might feel like it's deflated right now. But could I encourage you, let your portion be in the Lord alone. 
Make a decision today. Jesus, you are my only portion. You are the only thing that I need because when I have you, I have everything. Last one, Hebrews 10.23. Let us hold fast. The confession of what? The confession of our? The confession of our? Hope. What do we hold fast to? The confession of my hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Hold fast to the confession of your hope. What is the confession of your hope today? For double? For healing? For a house? For a spouse? For a mouse? Hold fast to that confession. Keep speaking it. When you wake up in the morning, declare, this is my confession. I declare Exchange Community Church will have a building. You might have hidden it for us, God, but you have not hidden it from us. God, you know how long our equipment can withstand the wear and tear of pack up and um, pack down. You know the weight on the team. So what am I going to hope for? What is the confession of my hope? God, I declare a building in 2023. And if it doesn't happen in 2023, you know what I do? I declare it in 2024. I will continually hope and I will not waver in the confession of my faith, not because I'm anything, but because he who promised is faithful. What is your confession of hope today? I want you to write it down. Even before we get to 2023, this is the confession of my hope. I am going to believe again for my spouse. I grew weary the last couple of years asking you, God, but I'm going to renew the confession of my hope and I'm going to begin to believe. I've been asking you, Jesus, for a child and I've grown weary in asking, but I'm going to renew the confession of my hope and I'm going to start to ask for a child again. Hope is confidently expecting that something will happen and waiting patiently for it with joy. I want to invite the band to come up as I close with this scripture. On the 27th of November, 2017, Tuscany preached this word over our church. Job 14, verse 7. For there is hope for a tree if it is cut down, that it will sprout again, and that its tender shoots will not cease. There is hope for a tree Are you receiving this? Even if it has been cut down, that it will sprout again. How many of you went and chopped down your Christmas tree? Oh, you true Americans. All right. (laughs) How many of you walked into a shop and bought the beautiful artificial tree with a light slit? Yes. So you know what it's like to cut down a tree. You could look at that stump and go, that's it. It's finished. It will never be anything again. But Job 14 verse 7 says, There is hope even for a tree that has been cut down, that it will sprout again. You know why? Because we're talking about a hope that is based and founded sorry, in truth. The truth is not what I see with my eyes. With my eyes, I see a tree that's cut down. With my eyes, I see a divorce that's final. With my eyes, I see a loss that can never, ever be recovered. In the natural, it looks like it is finished. 
It looks like it is dead. It looks like it is buried. It looks like it will never live again. But the word of the Lord to you today is from Job. And it says, even if the tree that has been cut down can sprout again, so can the promise of God in your life. It is not finished. It is not dead. It is not over because God will have the final say. We have hope because Jesus was born. We always have hope because Jesus is born. We always have hope because Jesus died and He rose again from the grave. And there is always hope because Jesus is returning for His church. He's returning for His bride. Amen. If you feel like you've been cut down, if you feel like you're at the end, I want to speak Isaiah 43, 19 over you. And it says, God says, Behold, I will do a new thing. How do I restore my hope this morning? Is I declare that God will do a new thing. Everyone else looks at it and sees me dead, buried and forgotten. But not Him. But not Him. It is not over until He says it is over. That miracle, that promise is in the waiting And then that verse says, you know what, God will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Who does that? Our God does. Why can I have hope today? Because of who Jesus is. Because Jesus was born. Because He died. He rose again. And He is returning. Amen. He will have the final say and not us. Amen. Do you receive it this morning?